Alexa, play some happy music. Shuffling happy folk from Spotify. I'm not hungover this time, um, so this hopefully will go a lot better than the last one did. Sorry about that. Um, why, like, why when you're hungover, is it just so hard to do anything? Especially, like, I don't know if other people feel like this, but, like, even, you know, you don't really want to talk to people when you're hungover half the time. That was me on Sunday, and then to not only have to talk, but to actually try and think and say creative smart stuff um that that was very difficult um i so i do apologize um if you're listening after that then thank you i very much appreciate that because i I don't know if i'd be back um but this one will be a lot better um hopefully i'm not gonna definitely not gonna do that hungover again because it's just not not good um but you know we go again I've done a lot of driving this week, so with my job, uh, I started an enterprise, um, and it is actually kind of like an office job. But sometimes we have to take vehicles to um, the company, like the the clients and companies, um, and we kind of cover um, up to Wolverhampton, but we also cover quite a lot of Wales. Um, and because I'm still kind of, I don't know too much about um, like my role and stuff. I, you know, if they need an extra driver um, or you know someone to go drive with them to take a vehicle or pick them up, um, I I've been the guy. But I've not minded. Like I'm getting paid to. Do this fancy office job, and uh, instead I'm just going out driving, and it's been beautiful weather this week, so even better. Um, so yeah, so basically I've been driving quite a lot this week, and going to a random part in Wales. Like I drove two hours Friday. Um, I can't even. I don't even know where the town was. It was kind of like quite south down, but like I was just basically, like, you know, I, I would just put it onto my sat nav. But for some reason, my sat nav loves taking me down these most randomest of roads. So we there was two. I was driving with somebody else, and he I lost him on the first roundabout. Um, and it turns out he like, he's quite like an old guy, so he kind of you know he's been doing this for years, so he he knows the best ways to go, and he kind of went on like the proper A roads. But I just had the sat nav to follow, and it was literally taking me on you know the b roads and country proper like country roads and i was in this massive van um luckily nothing really happened uh, it was just kind of it was a good drive though it was just nice to see places and it was sunny um there was a bit where i had to stop for a wee uh so i just kind of pulled up on this like little um like side road um and then it was by a gate and like a like a fence so presumably being a guy i'm not gonna piss on nothing so i went towards the fence to be a man and pee against something um but then stepped in loads of mud um that went all over my trousers as well so that wasn't ideal um but yeah i've also noticed though one like and i don't know if it's just around here or everywhere in england but driving around i did a lot of driving around america and canada um the last couple of years um a lot of driving and there's laybys everywhere like everywhere there was never one place where you just couldn't like you know if you needed to just quickly stop there was a little bit of area on the side of the road where you could just pull into um I don't know. I don't know whether it's just here or England in general, but there there doesn't seem to be anywhere to do that very often. Like obviously, when you're on the motorway, there is there's lazy bikes, but when you're on like little side road, like the A roads or the B roads, like there just isn't anywhere. Like there's there's a like, on the B roads, there's a bit of room for people to get past you, yeah? 
But other than that, there's nowhere to really just pull over. Like in Canada, there's so many places. I mean, I guess because, you know, where all the touristy kind of roads are, then obviously you want to stop and take photos and and that's why they have them. But that's what like that's what I do. So like when I if you ever drive with me, you'll notice that I, I love to stop and take I like stop the car, get out to take a photo. Um obviously not so much in England because um it's England. Um no, that's not fair. It's like this was my issue. So I was driving across Wales and there were so many spots where I was like, damn, that would, that would be a great photo. That would be a great photo. This would be a great photo. I didn't have my camera in it for me because obviously I was at work, but I was like, God, like, so then I was like thinking, oh, well, you know, I can just come down here myself one day. But then I was like, where would I stop? And like, this was like half hour during the journey. So I loved it another hour to go and I was still like there's no way to stop like I couldn't you'd literally just stop in the middle of the road which even I wouldn't do that because a bit dangerous isn't it um, but it's just something I really know so the last the last week just driving around quite a lot and there's just nowhere to really stop and like that's it that's so annoying like I I know I if you drive with me I'd probably annoy you because I do stop a lot like a lot because I just want to take maximum photos um and I do know it's annoying and I would get very annoyed if I guess I wasn't like that and stuff but I would just prefer to <laughs> I'd prefer to annoy the person knowing that I have the photo than you know if I didn't take the photo I'd be thinking about the whole thing like, there was probably a couple of moments that like I was driving down the Oregon coast in America and there was a few like it, it was rubbish weather um and the whole day I was just like I bet we're missing so many good photos like it was just very frustrating, um, and I, I, I think you think too much about that. Like, oh, I need a photo. Like, I'm I, I'm also quite bad at like you know I take a photo instead of just looking at it. Like, a couple of guys I travelled with, they you know they, they take one photo, then they were just gonna stand there and look at the view or you know and take it in. Like, I definitely need to be more like that. I think yeah, everybody kind of needs to be a bit more like that. Um, but people like me, especially, because as soon as I see something, I'm like, oh, camera. But you know that's bad. Like, you should you know stop there and what like I was walking around uh, Lake Louise once. And a guy just had binoculars, and like, so he just stop and just look, and like, obviously, you know, these just so we could look closer and stuff. And I thought that was quite cool. Like, again, I couldn't do that because I'd be like, oh, I need a camera to take a photo, mate. But like, he was obviously just, you know, taking the view in naturally, um, which I kind of admired. I was like, that's, you know, that's it's a good idea. Um, probably wouldn't walk around with binoculars myself because he didn't look the most coolest of guys, you know. Um, but I, I admired that. I need to be more like that guy, I feel. Um, but the point I'm trying to make anyway is, England, where are your points for cars to stop? Like, even forget the photography side. If something goes wrong with a car, like, what do you do then? Like, because the roads I was driving on, if I broke down, I'd be in the middle of the road. I'd have nowhere to, I'd have nowhere to pull into. And I'd be like, I'd be screwed. Especially being in this massive van. So I don't really know. Like I said, there must be... Maybe it was just the roads I was on, but it was it was very strange. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of... Ooh, I don't know, a bit sad, because I was like, damn, I want to go and take photos and stuff, but I don't even think I could do that. But yeah, another thing I've kind of noticed, uh, probably a bit more controversial, um, is the amount, like, so small little towns I was driving through, and they'd be like, okay, 40 miles an hour, and then the speed camera sign. And then you're driving through, and there's no speed camera. Like, don't, like, obviously, don't speed. I totally abide by that. But, like, don't be sneaky and put a little speed camera sign when there's not even a speed camera there. That's, like, that's that's naughty. And, like, literally, they, I swear they did that about six towns I went through. 
So like slow down, or oh, like where's the speaker? And I'd be an extra slow just because you're always scared, especially because I was in a work vehicle. And uh, there wasn't one. Well, I, 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 I'm saying this, I didn't see one. <laughs> this time in a month, I'll be doing a podcast about getting speed in France. Hopefully not. But like, I just feel like that's a bit of a cheat pretending pretending they're speed cameras I've noticed this quite a lot in a few towns as well like must just be a thing where they're like oh it's obviously save money but we'll just put a sign I'm like no that's not fair that's like tricking the public I feel like it's not right they should change that should be a law against that not putting speed camera signs when there's not a speed camera it's not fair um yeah, I've got a master at driving a truck though. Like, there's been a few stalls. Not gonna lie. Like, but some like driving a, a few vans I drove are probably easier than some cars I've driven. Like, you can just leave the van in gear three and four, and it's like just kind of really easy. You don't really have to change gear that much. But as a car, sometimes you do. Like, I also drove a car which only was ten miles old this week. I was like, that's quite cool. Like ten miles, that's all. And I drove probably one of them. So nine miles. Felt nice. Smelled good. Smelled very good. Um, nice car as well. It was like a Nissan something, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm slowly becoming a bit of a pro at cars. Still not really that into it. Um, but one day, maybe I will. Um, another little awkward thing that happened at work. So bear in mind, this was my second week. Um, I'm still I'm pretty confident that nobody from work knows or listens to this podcast, so I can say this. Um, but let's... I had a bit of an issue. Um, it was something that was like Tuesday so I came I was in a, I was like I was one of the first ones in because uh, I buy to work so I get there a bit early uh, then there's, there's one toilet and it's shared uh, by like seven eight people um, so not many not very many people there's there's two women who actually sit right next to the toilet uh, they went in when I was there um, well I did this anyway um, and it's kind of a common thing of you know don't do a number two in this toilet because obviously the, the the two ladies they sit right by it not going to be very nice is it so to do a number two you kind of go across the yard and go where the mechanics go so you know very easy thing but it's not that far but it's yeah it's still like a two three minute journey i don't want to do that so because nobody else was really in i thought well, here's my chance so did it went for one and then like left it and then I left the toilet for about five minutes and then went back and I, I kind of knew nobody else was in had gone in there um, just because I, I did like that sounds weird but I, I didn't leave I was in like the next room kind of thing so I, I, I just know some, nobody else was in there so I went back in there only to discover the number two the there was a piece of it still there quite a large piece um, I'm not going to go into too much graphic detail because I don't think people want to hear that um, but either way I was in a situation kind of like where I don't know if you've noticed but like, Lewis Capaldi on Instagram is genius and he had a story um, a couple of weeks ago where he had to go buy a plunger because it was a similar issue uh, he had somebody coming around as well and there was no toilet brush in the toilet there's no five star hotels don't give toilet brushes very weird they don't um, but yeah, he had this issue, and then he had to go buy a plunger, and he was like, "I'm this rock star, and I'm trying to, I'm going to plunge my own number two. So, I had a similar situation of, I yeah, I was like, God, no, like nobody can find out they did, and I couldn't get rid of it. It was just trying to do various things, kept flushing, and it was still there. And then obviously everybody starts coming in, like nobody, nobody said anything. So it was kind of like, oh, do I bring that up? Do I? Obviously, like I say, it's me, but do I make a joke about it? Like, oh, who did that? Like, you know, blame it on, on one of the girls. Don't know. Um, nobody said anything though. Um, and then it did just kind of disappear after. Like I went, I went out, and then a few hours later I came back, and then oh, Tom's gone. Like, so you know, didn't say anything. 
but it's it's like yeah, what do you do in that situation like unfortunately I feel like that happens a lot so not to me but like you know what I mean like I feel it's probably gonna happen again in my lifetime I'm sure it's happened to most people listening right now I bet ha- I bet it's happened to you you know you've gone to the toilet and it's just not going and you're like what do I do obviously if you're in your own home it's fine like there's no pressure but when you're in I don't know your uncle's an aunt's house or your girlfriend's parents house or you, you know this and that it's like oh, what do I do like, it's, people are going to judge on that element but you know we all do it um, but it was quite a stressful stressful time um, hopefully nobody from work will ever listen to this so they will not find out it's me because um, that would be awkward but but yeah um, a bit weird have along with a new job um I mean, even before that, actually, since coming probably back to shoes, we're kind of going on from the whole traveling and coming back, and it's like, oh, what do we do now? You know, it's the whole like the whole thought of serious life um, is beckoning. Um, so, like, I mean, what I mean by that is like, I've been thinking a lot of like, you know, like, you know, I'm kind of ready for serious life now. Like, I'm ready for a serious job to start going. You know, to, I guess towards getting a house, to getting you know girlfriends for a serious relationship um savings and you know trying to yeah get you know serious life but then at the same time it's like well i still want to travel i still want to go and see quite a lot of places um and it's whether kind of to do one or the other obviously you, you know you can do both um you know traveling doesn't have to be going away for two years it can you know uh but obviously right now i've got absolutely no ties to anyone or anything and with that makes this the easiest time to go and do stuff um but whether that you know that kind of it's just confusing whether that would make me happy or not really it's kind of very confusing what to do next um like you know i don't see myself getting married or wanting kids anytime soon um but at the same time if i'm you know me kind of going on from the training thing of you know saying how you know you come home you feel quite sad and not down but you know just a bit like oh like, you know what now to then think to just go you know if i then right i'm gonna go away traveling again suddenly you you know you turn happy again like that's that that's not gonna ha- that's not how it's gonna work at all um you know just because you're in a different place doesn't mean you're just gonna be happier or you don't still have these thoughts um so that's kind of a, a bit i guess a bit of a warrior of mine um a bit like well what do i do um I feel like probably the best thing to do is to go away again and do it all, get it kind of out of the way. So I, you know, seen quite a lot, and then, and but well, and then but then what? You know, come back home to England again, and I'm here where I am now. But then I've already travelled and spent more money. So then it's I'm even more back to square one, I guess. I don't really, I don't really know how to explain it. I just feel. I'm just a bit confused, I guess, what's best to do, which I guess we all are. Um, it's kind of hard because, you know, the majority of all my friends ha- are, you know, the more serious life goes. Like, like say when, you know, um, most people have, you know, top jobs, top careers going, if anything, you know, careers, they're all in serious relationships or they're married, some have kids, um, you know, and you know loads of friends and and people but i'm kind of the opposite of that which makes sense because again you know i haven't you know they've spent a lot of time um in the same locations and stuff and working towards a career whereas obviously i've been you know jetting off a bit and 
not doing that. Obviously, I've seen things and stuff. Well, I guess that's the kind of difference. Though. Like either you go away and live these live these experiences and see loads of things and do loads of things, or you stay kind of in one place and that's how you then you know you kind of instead of you know you see your career develop you work on your career you work on a relationship you get married you have kids and you know it's but then obviously you know you can technically do that anytime in life but you can also travel anytime in your life um so i'm kind of stuck between the two i have been quite a lot lately even while i was in canada it's still kind of developed i was kind of thinking about in like what best to do like i thought for me the easiest best not the easiest but the best thing would to go traveling again but as I said, like that won't suddenly make you know me happy. Um, so then, like it's about deciding what would be best, um, which I have no answer for. So if you you know if you've got some guidance for me, please do share because I'm kind of stuck in a bit of a limbo right now on what to do. Um, you know, same thing when I went on the stag do to Marbella. I was with loads of guys, and all of them, you know, I was the only single one. All of them had really good jobs at that time. I, that's when I was working again Nando's. Um, even though you know I'm almost thirty, we're all about you know when you I've but when you're at the age of thirty, that's when you kind of you know you should have your life sorted. Even before that, that's how I see it personally. But then again, I don't know if that's how everybody thinks, or that's just kind of me overthinking it because I'm the king of overthinking stuff. Um, I don't know. Like I'm confused what to do, and I feel like that's kind of shown how I have been with certain people the last couple of months of. It's just going to rub off, I guess. I don't know. I can't really explain it. Just a bit confused. Um, it is, yeah, I just feel like a bit left, not left, but, well, yeah, no, I, I guess you could say I feel a little bit left behind compared to people I know um, in life because they've done, they've got all these amazing things going on in their life now, whereas I've not really got anything, but then in, again, that's because I've only just, like, I've, I've been back for a long time, so... That's not really an excuse, but obviously in my mind, if I'm going away again, there wasn't really too much point in me getting back into serious life here. But then again, what's, what is serious life? Like what, to me, I would say serious life is, you know, having a career job, you know, having a, a house relationship. And that's how, because I've got none of those things. And I'm like, well, you know, this is my life right now. I've not, I've not got anything to, to show for it. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's me. What about you? What about you, what about you listener? What like how are you feeling? Like ugh, I mean, it's a weird thing to talk about and explain. It's a bit of a sad. Like again, it sounds like I'm emotional and sad. I'm not. This is just this. This is what's been going through my mind. The, you know, the last six to 12, 12 months probably of you know one. Now, and this is the thing. Like I want to do video and photography work. Um, but I've not really done much lately and it's like how to get more back into that how do part of serious life for me is getting a career how do I make a career of that if I can't then do I do something else it's you know like what is best to do and I guess a lot of people think like this I guess I, again from all you read and stuff there are people in their 20s these days because of all the whole social media and stuff and hype and stuff is it's a lot different to you know 50 years ago when our parents were in their 20s and you know that was you know get married get a job by the time you're you know 21 22 whereas now it is like you know that's not such the norm um what to do and again like you'd be in the same career generally you know if i had a career by the time i was 25 probably in the same career when you're 45 like and 
you know, me, I'd probably get bored of them. Same with, <laughs> this sounds bad, but same with like your girlfriend or wife. Like, you know, you've, you're going to be with that person for the rest of your life. Then it's, it, I don't really know where I'm going with that. Um, yeah. Like, you know, like, you're going to be with that person in that job for the rest of your life. You've got quite a long time still, hopefully, to find it, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's a bit tricky. Um, this probably isn't the most funnest thing to uh, to listen to either. I don't know why. I thought like this would be a good subject topic to talk about. Maybe not. I don't know. This is my cry for help. Help me. Give me some advice, people. I need guidance. Because I don't know what to do. Especially if you, yeah, other people have been traveling. Like, most people, when they go traveling, they go, they, they're quite young. And I've, I've noticed. So, a lot of the friends I met when I was traveling, they're all back home, but most of them are like at uni. You know what I mean? So, like that. It's true what they say. Like, traveling is a good thing to do when you're young. Like, it is. And, you know, I'm not old, but reaching, like, I'm 30 in less than two months now. Like, personally, I feel like this isn't really the time to go traveling. It is best to do it when you are 20, 21. Um, so, I mean, I don't regret not doing that earlier on, but I wish I had of, I guess. Because then you just get more of an outlook of life. But then again, I, you know, I did uni and then moved to London, so well, I started to move to London straight away. I fested in Shrewsbury again. It's an issue. It's a reoccurring issue, days. Um, but yeah, most people go when they're young. So any advice, I, mean, I would say, go travelling when you're younger. Not when you're a 30-year-old old man. I, uh, I just, just took yeah. I just took out my uh, my drone, my big Phantom Four Pro drone, uh, out for the first time in quite a while actually. Uh, it was nice to fly. Like again, driving through Wales, I was like, right, you know, it's it's spring is coming. Um, so you know, I was like, right, I'm gonna make a, I want to get some spring photos. So if you check my Instagram, um, by now there would be a new little spring post up. Uh, Tom Figgis films. Um, but yeah, so it's really beautiful. I was like, right, get my drone out. Uh, which then got me remembering the whole Gatwick drama. So, when you mention you got a drone, people are like, oh, like, when that Gatwick thing happened, I literally had, I'd say, at least 17 people, like, legit, I, I didn't count, but, like, in my mind, I was like, right, that, 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 that right, so it was, it was over 15 people um, messaged me, or when they saw me, they mentioned, they were like, oh, were you at Gatwick lately, or made some sort of Gatwick, um, Gatwick joke, um, but, like, no, I, like, I do not believe that for one second, the whole, oh, it was a drone, like... If you fly a drone, you know where... You know, it's all done by GPS, so you know where it is. And I'm sure an airport must have some sort of semi-expensive fancy software or tracking system to be able to track what is in the air. You're an airport. Um, and let's remember, English airports aren't the most greatest, are they? Like, there's a bit of snow and the runway has to shut down. Which, you know, I'm all like, you know, if... It's, everyone's like, oh, why is the runaway closed? Bad weather, blah, blah, blah. You know, if it's legit, it's legit. Like, you know, if there's something, if it is too much bad weather, then, you know, yeah, I, I don't want to go flying that. But then at the same time, you, you know, Canadian airports, other European airports, they're blistering snowstorms can be going on. And fl- planes fly off there in no, no trouble. Like, so there must be a way that they handle it compared to English airports because they're terrible like you know oh it's t- the tarmac's overheating because it's sunny we can't land a plane like you know what I mean? there's always stupid scenarios with that and um, I feel like that was just one with the Gary drama thing I think there was just something basic wrong with the airport and they 
couldn't really admit it. So they you know, must have a little, a little list of backups to be like, right, we'll, we'll say it's this. And obviously a drone is, number one, a good idea because it is... You know they can be dangerous, especially in the air. So obviously, oh, no, no, they became more popular, so it's more liable that oh yeah, someone's just flying it. But like they said, it was like a disgruntled employee. So I'm like, mate, even if it was a drone, how have you not caught call them? And what's even worse now, and it always would happen, is that it's now just kind of slowly been forgotten about, and everyone's kind of forgotten. Like they even arrested those two people and who had nothing to do with it, so that embarrassed them. And now it's yeah, like and now it's like just been forgotten about. Um, you know, the airport was shut for, what, two days? Um, you can't just forget, like, that happened, but clearly it has been, and that's why I'm like, it just wasn't a drone. Like, would, I don't believe it was. Like, how they wouldn't have caught them. It takes me a good five minutes just to pack away my little tiny drone sometimes. So, like, how you would have a perimeter of security cameras, and so, yeah, they does be quite close. Um, somebody must have been seeing it. On following, like you can see a drone in the air. Like if you if you flew a, if you fly a drone, so you used to kind of see in the air, you can spot where a drone is. Um, and again, how would they like you hear about, it, especially in American stuff, if it's sport games and they have like drone guns, which is like a big net that they shoot. Why would an airport not have already had these things in place? It's unbelievable that they would or not. Like you, like this is Gatwick as well. It's not like smaller airports like Luton or. Leeds and Bradford, you know, it's it's Gatwick, it's Heathrow, it's Stanford. They're the three big airports. How do you not already have this in in, in a way? Um, I just think it's stupid. And then it's just giving everyone who has a drone a bad name. Like, and there are stupid people who will probably fly drones. I'm I'm pretty bad with it where I fly it, and it's semi not dangerous, but you know, it could be if something went wrong. Um, but then you know, there's people worse. But I just, I just think it's stupid. Like I just feel, like, and it's like, oh, it's just, it's annoying. It's very annoying. And I feel like, again, it's just been forgotten about. And I'd love to really find out what happened because I don't think it was a drone. I think it was just some sort of bullshit. I don't know. Or we, our wire got cut by a mouse from in the traf- air traffic control. So, oh, what can we blame? I'll just put up, say it's a drone. You know what I mean? Um. And, the, you know, the fact that they haven't even caught anyone or they've not got anywhere close to catching anyone, I think, says a lot. Um, and they probably are just hoping or kind of, just, you know, it has blown over and just well, everyone will forget. So then, you know, they don't have to mention it again. But I, I don't believe it. And it kind of then makes me think, like, what other conspiracy theories are there that are true? Um, and I'm not really a big believer in them all. Like, like um, you know, Area 55 or 59. <laughs> what is it? Area 55? 55? 59? Whatever, um, you know the place with all the aliens and the you know, American government. Did we land on the moon? Or I don't like. You know, I presume all that's true. I'm not really a big like. Oh no, I bet we don't. Um, I don't really, never really believe that Osama bin Laden got caught though. To be honest with you, because you never really saw a proper photo of him stroke his body. You just saw him being flung away in the sea or whatever they did with him. But you never really saw it. I mean, I, I don't think that he was ever caught. Um, personally. Just throwing that out there, but um, I mean, yeah, but other than that, <laughs> other than that little one, I'm not a big believer of the whole. Oh, this must be a conspiracy, blah 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 blah. But like the whole guy with thing, big time. Like, do not believe that. Do not trust it. Um, you know, prove me wrong, Gatwick. Sports, Champions League weekend. Oh, Tottenham BNC called that. Just throwing it out there. Um, like, 
we'll see her, all right. I'm like, yeah, I don't think they'll win the Champions League. And, you know, you, I just felt like they were, you know, Tottenham were going to beat them. Um, I did think it was going to be a bit more, not convincing, but a bit more of a margin. I thought just Tottenham would come out of the blocks and just score a few and then see, like, see it would score as well. Um, so it would have played out a bit differently, but no, Tottenham won. Um, I think they will get absolutely. Um, beaten in the return game on Wednesday. Like I'm not hiding that fact, but um, yeah, sadly. But uh, you know, I was happy to get that one right. Same with Barcelona, Tottenham. Like um, Barcelona. Same with Barcelona and United. Um, like they Barcelona were there for the taking. United just didn't do anything again. Like it could have gone a lot worse, but like they just didn't. Like oh, Ashley Young, like blimey, what a terrible game. Terrible signing to re-sign him and a new contract, which I think's happened. Like terrible choice, but um, how's he the club captain as well? I don't get that. Um, but yeah, it was good to see Tottenham beat C. Um, but and but yeah, I don't I don't have much hope for them in the return leg. Um, and you know, if anyone cares, Shrewsbury had a massive game yesterday, two 0 away from home. Boosh, three points. League One. If you look at the League One table, not that many people probably do, unless you sadly have to support a team in League One. But um, like the bottom half is literally separated by like three or four points, most of it. Like now we're quite, we're like six points off the relegation zone now, but we've literally moved to the top of the second half of the table um, just by having one win. It's mad. It's very close. Um, you know, we're still not safe yet, but you know, it should, it should be okay. Um, and going on from there, I watched the United West Ham game uh, yesterday, which again that was laughable. I didn't see the whole game, but I saw like, the last ten minutes. And West Ham, you need a goal, and they were just passing around the uh, the back. And I hate it when teams do that. Like you just need urgency. Just get it in. Get it up front. Like just get it up front and shoot a goal. Like and the, you know they're trying to orchestrate a play. And I know there's you know you'll be a bit smarter about it. And you know five minutes can be a long time in a football game, but you're just passing it around defence. Like no, it was just very frustrating. But after that, um, there was a bit on BT Sports. So they had poor scores and. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but Billick, the old West Ham manager before Pellegrini, they were both on it. And it was a very good watch. Like they got McManaman um, down from the commentary box, and Scores basically talked about his time in Oldham. Um, Billick had a lot to say about the West Ham team and a lot about like ownership and management and basically, you know, how was uh, with Solskjaer just taking on the job how he needs to get the full back end of the board um, he said a lot about West Ham and the London Olympic Stadium and their old the bowling ground uh, which was you know it was quite a big move for them um, I was I don't think they should have moved like well, Olympic Stadium is just a horrible football stadium you know why would you remove that but like, he had a lot to say about that and Scores yeah, he was very honest with his like Oldham time and obviously it's a bit awkward how that ending and like he was he just you know you could tell he, he felt a lot about that um, and it came across on screen and it was just a really good watch so I think it was called the Premier League show um, but um, definitely watch it it was a good watch um, and learnt a lot I would say um, had a little delve into the lines um, and so that's it for, uh, for episode 2 uh, oh, episode three now. It's episode three. Um, hopefully that was a bit better than last week. Um, like I said, wasn't hungover. Feeling a bit fresh. Um, next week, um, I'm going to talk a lot about how being a housekeeper. So if you have followed me on Snapchat or Instagram the last couple of years, when I was in Canada, I was a housekeeper. And let's just say 
you know, not just me, but like quite a lot of us would do various things in the hotel or in people's rooms when they're, you know, still checked in or checked out, like, um, presuming mostly eating stuff. Um, so I'm going to talk a bit about that and how, yeah, just like what, you know, what being a housekeeper was like at a at fancy hotels. Um, and I also know I have, you know, there will be special guests. Um, I do need to still sort that out, but uh, probably not next week, but there will start being uh, guests on, hopefully, who I'll be talking to about, again, various things. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to episode three. Um, like I said, hopefully it's been a bit more entertaining um, than episode two of Hungover Tom. Like... Okay, like why, why, why hungover is a thing? It's very annoying. And yeah, have a good week. Um, Liverpool are going to play Chelsea now. Uh, I bet Liverpool will win. Um, if they don't, I'm just going to take this little segment out. And yeah, have a good week. Speak to you later. Bye. Alexa, this podcast was was pretty down. So Alexa, tell me a funny joke. Why can't you trust atoms? Because they make up everything. That's quite funny and factual.